0: welcome to the journey ahead podcast aging well in the chippewa valley i'm tom from volume one which presents this podcast in partnership with the aging and disability resource center of eau claire county with support from our sponsors grace home respiratory and all-star elevator and mobility solutions here's your host lisa wells
1: Alzheimer's disease is the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S. It can't be prevented, slowed, or or even cured. One in nine people 65 and older have Alzheimer's, and one in three 85 and older, and two-thirds are women. One in three seniors will die from Alzheimer's disease or related dementia. And these are some pretty alarming figures. And we know the greatest risk factor is age, but there are other risk factors. And here today to discuss this topic is Dr. Tom Dow. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me, Lisa.
1: So we hear a lot about dementia as well as Alzheimer's disease. And I get this question asked all the time. You know, are they the same? You know, what's the difference? So maybe you can talk about, start off with that.
2: Sure. Well, uh, dementia is a catch-all uh, term, and it includes uh, many forms of uh, cognitive loss, uh, mostly related to aging. And the most uh, common of those uh, reasons for dementia is Alzheimer's disease. Uh, the um, the Years ago, uh, people would talk about hardening of the arteries. Mm My grandma has hardening of the arteries. Or senility. uh, Senility. Mm -hmm. And and that uh, has a place uh, with uh, vascular dementia. And and certainly with uh, the uh, greatly aged population, uh, there is an overlay to all the dementias with vascular disease. So, so, uh, but anyhow, Alzheimer's dementia is by far and away the most common uh, form of dementia. And, uh, and of course, uh, there is the very small percent of Alzheimer's that happens at a younger age, the mm-hmm. uh, uh, younger onset uh, Alzheimer's, and that could be even in the 40s. And mm-hmm. t- typically, this is a strong family history. Mm-hmm. And uh, as opposed to the late onset Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. which is 70 plus years old.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, people don't realize that there are over 70 different, you know, different types of dementia, you know, depending upon your symptoms. Uh, oftentimes can help a physician you know get that diagnosis you know because Alzheimer's disease symptoms look different than uh, Lewy body symptoms or frontal temporal dementia so you know it's it's just so important to you know with these symptoms to to get to the doctor to find out what what else could it be Um, and if there is a dementia diagnosis what what type of dementia so but it seems like there's there's so much more Alzheimer's disease today Um, is is it that or is it just that we're living longer?
2: I think the simple answer is both. Mm -hmm. It's both. And um, uh, the uh, studies that uh, have been done to look at age population and and, uh, look at the brains to see if they have the pathology of Alzheimer's. uh, uh, It's uh, not a surprise to learn that Pretty much everybody 90 years old will have some of the pathology of Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's. That's not to say they'll have cognitive impairment. In fact, some people who have even moderate uh, pathology will have no cognitive impairment. So Mm -hmm. it's not a one-for-one thing. But on the other hand, these big meta-analyses of large populations show that um, uh, by the time we're... uh, 95 years old, uh, how many people do you need to screen to find one uh, Mm -hmm. with Alzheimer's? And at 95, you need to screen one because Mm -hmm. everybody has Mm -hmm. some of the pathology of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, um, you know, Alzheimer's today, I I think you could almost equate it to how uh, cancer was in the mm-hmm. uh, 50 years ago, and people didn't really talk much about cancer. You know, uh, grandma went to the hospital and she uh, passed away from cancer. And well, what kind of cancer did she have? Well, I don't know. She had cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I think this kind of curtain uh, is still around Alzheimer's, and, and uh, primarily because there, there's the sense that there's really nothing to be done for it. And uh, worse than that is that there's no way to. Um, significantly uh, check the um, uh, for biomarkers you know we, we know now that uh, dementia and even cognitive impairment is the result of decades of change of, right you uh, just don't get it overnight you don't just don't wake change. up and you right. have dementia right, right, right. Mm-hmm. and i think one thing that's going to change that is a newly approved blood test mm-hmm. and uh, so there are the two protein abnormalities of alzheimer's tau and amyloid and uh, primarily amyloid, uh, the PET scan, that's the current gold standard biomarker for Alzheimer's, the PET scan. And uh, so that's uh, expensive and lots mm-hmm. of radiation, not done routinely. And uh, so uh, happily, uh, now there's a blood test that uh, correlates uh, terrifically with the PET scan mm-hmm. for amyloid. And so the plasma amyloid tests... Uh, is uh, a test that we're using in a study right now. When we started our study, it was deemed investigational, and now the government has approved this test. Uh, It's fairly expensive. It's over $1,200 to have the test. Uh, It's uh, so new that the CMS, the government agencies, Medicare, Medicaid, is not paying for that yet. But Mm -hmm. I I think at some point in the future, probably in a year or so, uh, that'll be a fairly routine test. And I think a number of people uh, we will find, well, I want to know if I'm carrying uh, this risk mm-hmm. for, for Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, wouldn't it be nice to know that? And, of mm-hmm. course, there are other things that uh, uh, would... Increase your risk, certainly age is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, This uh, genetic risk factor for late-onset Alzheimer's, the APOE, it's called, APOE4. Mm-hmm. We have three iterations of the APOE gene. That's uh, two, three, and four. I always wondered what happened to one. Mm-hmm. And, 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 of course, we have two. We have two uh, uh, chromosomes. So so anyhow, you can have any combination of the APOE 2, 3, and 4. So there's six options, 2, 2, 2, 3, 2, 4, uh, two, 3, 3, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, 3, 4, and 4, 4. So anyhow, if you're carrying a 4 on one chromosome, your risk for Alzheimer's is increased. And mm-hmm. it's increased two or three fold. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, it's, if you're carrying both, um, uh, APOE4s on both chromosomes, it's increased uh, tenfold or more. Mm-hmm. And so uh, w- why would a person really want to know that? Well, um, there are some things that just lifestyle now that, that we understand make uh, a difference. And um, uh, so uh, you, I'm sure, uh, hear people ask all the times, well, mm-hmm. what, what, what can be done? What can I do now to, mm-hmm. to increase mm-hmm. my uh, cognition later on?
1: Right. So some of the things you're talking about, you know, the PET scan, finding out blood tests, but why would, why would somebody want to know? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's that, you know, Alzheimer's disease is a devastating diagnosis, uh, you know, but people I've heard, I've heard many times, Oh, I would never want to know. I would never want to know, but you know, maybe times have changed or what have you seen or Mm -hmm. tell me why, why do people want to know?
2: Yeah. Well, the, um, I think Sir Francis Bacon said knowledge is power, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. so if you are armed with this knowledge that you have greater risk, uh, you can uh, search out those things that mm-hmm. might mitigate your risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, two credible uh, things are uh, a, a book by uh, Dr. Gary Small at, uh, it's in California, and he's a psychiatrist that uh, has written a book um, uh, about Alzheimer's and how to, I, first of all, identify your risk, and then if you're in that risk category to adopt these lifestyle changes. And Mm -hmm. uh, these are diet, exercise, sleep, and stress reduction. Mm -hmm. And we know now, too, that social engagement, um, uh, brain stimulation, you know, learn learn an instrument, Mm -hmm. learn a language. Mm -hmm. Learn something uh, new. Are things that are stimulative and and help ward off uh, changes that come, Mm -hmm. cognitive change Mm -hmm. that comes with Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing is that there's this uh, battery of um, blood tests, uh, uh, it's called the metabolic enhancement for neurodegenerative disease. So with this battery of blood tests, uh, certain uh, metabolic changes, uh, the metabolic syndrome, this would be type 2 diabetes, big risk factor for Mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, and if you can identify those things and primarily with diet and exercise, change mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, for an improvement. And uh, Dr. Small has shown that uh, you do these things, and uh, it, it wards off uh, cognitive decline just with uh, diet alone for two years, uh, mm-hmm. and perhaps some of these things for uh, some of the additional lifestyle changes for up to four years. Mm-hmm. So four years is. Pretty good when you mm-hmm. think if somebody had uh, cognitive change at 75 and uh, and found that they held their own mm-hmm. for four more years. Right. that's that's, you right. know, that's pretty good. It's better mm-hmm. than what we think right today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the other things are, um, uh, especially with this newer blood test to identify these uh, risk factors early. Uh, there there will be clinical trials, and there are if if you search the government website. Mm-hmm. Uh, clinicaltrials.gov, and mm-hmm. you've typed in They're uh, everywhere. Yep. Alzheimer's. There's lots of uh, things going on, and we're mm-hmm. happy to be participating in a uh, trial and uh, looking forward to perhaps another one or two.
0: I want to take a moment to talk about one of our sponsors, All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions. Mobility challenges don't have to mean leaving the home that you love. All-Star Elevator and Mobility Solutions specializes in residential and commercial elevators, stair lifts, scooters, and more. The All Star team offers a free home assessment and they can help you find the products you need to get around your home and the rest of the world safely and effectively. For example, they have more than 100 scooters in stock, so you'll be sure to find one that meets your needs. You'll find All Star right here in the Chippewa Valley on Halley Road in Chippewa Falls. And they've got locations in Hudson and La Crosse too. Learn more by calling All Star at 715-598-7511 or by visiting allstarmobilityllc.com or allstarelevatorllc.com. Now, back to the podcast.
1: So can you tell me a little bit about that, those trials yeah. and what, what you're doing yeah. at, your, at your clinic? Yeah.
2: So, uh, so these uh, researchers in Israel were uh, contemplating Alzheimer's and, and how it seemed like in the Western world, uh, there just seems to be more Alzheimer's even uh, kind of reducing the confounding factors of longevity and wealth of the country. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed in the Western world, there seemed to be a lot more Alzheimer's than not. So uh, anyhow, the uh, they looked at uh, uh, and regarded the number of things that uh, some of these countries do that uh, Western countries don't. And one is uh, the use of the vaccine for tuberculosis, okay? So, uh, BCG is called the vaccine for tuberculosis, and uh, there have been 4 billion doses given of BCG. We never gave it in America, they never gave it in Italy, and never gave it in the Netherlands. Uh, Over the last several decades, they've dropped it in most of the Western European countries. India, Asia, South America, they use it routinely. There's 140 million doses given to babies every year. Okay, so uh, so then they said, well, you know, there's another unusual uh, application for this BCG, and that's in bladder cancer. So if a person has a bladder cancer, uh, they do a biopsy. Mm-hmm. And if the bladder cancer didn't work its way through the wall into the muscle of the bladder, Then as the standard of care for treatment, uh, they remove the cancer and infuse uh, this BCG into the bladder. That sets up this robust reaction in the bladder and it markedly reduces the risk of Alzheimer's. So these researchers in uh, Israel said, well, now we have a kind of a natural group of people receiving BCG later in life. This would be people with bladder cancer got BCG, bladder cancer didn't get BCG. So the average age where they had the diagnosis and got the BCG was 68, and they were able to look down the line 15 years later. And remarkably, there was a four-fold decrease in Alzheimer's in the group that got BCG. Hmm. So mm-hmm. this was a, a kind of a remarkable thing. Um, I've had um, uh, interest in uh, certain mycobacterial uh, diseases uh, over my career. And uh, because um, tuberculosis is a mycobacterial disease, I happen to know some of the researchers in in Israel and have been up to date with what they were doing. And so uh, after some discussion, uh, I thought, well, why don't we um, uh, employ this new blood test and uh, do the blood test and check out the risk for Alzheimer's and give BCG. You get two doses, a prime and a boost a month apart. And then nine months later, uh, we'll see if this risk factor for Alzheimer's has been improved upon. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, happily, uh, we and we were going to have 50 people. We enrolled 51, and uh, uh, the first people are coming in next month to at the end of the nine-month period. So, over about six weeks or so, uh, those 51 people will come in and get their follow-up uh, mm-hmm. uh, plasma amyloid test. And mm-hmm. uh, the, interestingly. Um, uh, Massachusetts General Hospital, which is the hospital for Harvard, is doing our same study. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. uh, they have a much larger budget so everybody gets PET (laughs) scans and all this Mm -hmm. sort of thing too, but the main outcome is uh, this plasma amyloid test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty excited about that. One thing we found in doing the plasma amyloid is that Uh, a lot of people have very low risk okay and we basically recruited people between 50 and 80 who were what we would call the worried well Mm -hmm. and these are people who are adult children of people who had alzheimer's okay and so uh so we we have almost half the people who would be in a very low risk okay Mm -hmm. so so the bcg we, we we can't move that number too much lower okay the 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 risk for the people who are higher in fact some quite high we're just desperately hoping mm-hmm. <laughs> that this BCG will drop their risk uh, mm-hmm. as determined by this plasma amyloid. Mm-hmm. And the plasma amyloid has um, uh, now shown itself to be really quite remarkable uh, in that at a certain level, um, you can predict that either that individual will have a positive PET scan, mm-hmm. or if they don't, they're going to develop one within four years. Okay, mm-hmm. So this is a powerful tool. And like I say, I, I'm predicting that within a year or two, uh, this would be a very common test. And I'd say almost every 60-year-old person is going to want to know, well, what is my plasma amyloid level and my right. probability of having uh, this factor? And then, more importantly, um, well, maybe I'll uh, rev up my uh, lifestyle things and what's it going to be two years or five years from now?
1: Right. And so that that's kind of the purpose is you, you get this you get this done, and then that can give you an opportunity then to really look at, you know, what are the things you're doing in your life and how to make some changes. And so... You would you be then working with these people to work on those positive lifestyle changes, or are you just kind of like, you know, yep, you uh, you have an increased risk, or nope, you don't. You know, how do you, you know, what's the yeah yeah so the, the, the follow through with the, sure, that? Sure, sure.
2: Well, yeah, certainly, if we find uh, that um, uh, that the immune boost that's felt to come with this BCG has. Um, Caused a reduce re- reduction in this plasma amyloid uh, we, we will be offering the BCG I mean it's, it's been around for a long time as mm-hmm. a very uh, known uh, safety profile there's if you're immunocompromised you shouldn't get BCG mm-hmm. uh, but on the other hand um, it, there there's very little downside. Mm-hmm. Uh, BCG right now is in the news because it's uh, being uh, trialed in type 1 diabetes mm-hmm. and multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, uh, maybe we, when the, when we had the fork in the road in the 1930 or whatever and we decided against BCG, um, we, we perhaps should have <laughs> uh, been down the, uh, taken mm-hmm. the other fork in the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So are you looking for more more yeah. more people yeah. for your so clinical this, trials. Yeah,
2: so this uh, uh, trial that we've done has been uh, very stimulating. The people in it are very excited about it. Uh, as it turns out, um, it seems other vaccines uh, also are beneficial and have a, um, uh, now they're talking about the nonspecific effects. In other words, you get the vaccine, uh, very interestingly, uh, the vaccine for tetanus, diphtheria, and mm-hmm. pertussis, whooping cough, Uh, also seems to have a benefit against Alzheimer's disease, Hmm. okay? And these are data mining of of enormous databases, okay? So, one of the databases is the VA, okay, Mm -hmm. a huge database. Uh, Of course, men are much more represented in that database Mm -hmm. than women. Uh, but the other one is, I think, the name is Select Care and they're a huge uh, depository of data for, like, Humana and, you know, mm-hmm. some of the huge um, the healthcare care systems. So th- these, they, this was a database of millions and millions of, of people. Mm-hmm. And so the question was, uh, did, did this person have the the uh, Tdap, that's tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis, mm-hmm. did they have that vaccine in the last 10 years or not? And uh, if if you... If you had the vaccine, it seems like you have a 40% less chance of having Alzheimer's down the line. Well,
1: so, that's that's a vaccine that was typical, that's typically given to you when you're a child. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I had it when yep, I was a kid. Yep, so yep. does that mean I would have to have it again?
2: Yeah, yeah. and uh, certainly if you uh, you know have a cut in your skin or whatever oh. to, to prevent tetanus, mm-hmm. you'd get that. But mm-hmm. we aren't routinely giving those, although the uh, most people would say every 10 years you should have one. And uh, uh, there, there is uh, the usual suspects, if you will, for uh, microbial causes mm-hmm. uh, or contributions to Alzheimer's disease. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that has to do with some of the viruses and some bacteria. But one of the, um, uh, one of the bacteria is the, is the whooping cough uh, mm-hmm. bacteria, Pertussis uh, haemophilus. So, uh, so anyhow, uh, in the study that we're contemplating, we, we're writing the grant request right now, and uh, that grant uh, would involve uh, having the nasal swab for pertussis mm-hmm. and, uh, and then uh, having the vaccine, having the blood test, of course, for the plasma amyloid ahead of time, and then have the vaccine and six or eight months later have the uh, blood test again. So okay. so anyhow, uh, and, and then we have some other products that we're thinking of as well.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back, we're going to finish our conversation on early identification and reducing your risk for Alzheimer's disease.
0: We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Grace Home Respiratory. We're excited to have their support for the podcast because just like us, they're locally owned and operated. If you or someone you care about needs medical equipment or supplies, wheelchairs, walkers, hospital beds, portable oxygen concentrators, even CPAPs and BiPAPs, Grace Home Respiratory is right there to help. They're committed to helping you live a life of independence. They realize that shopping for the specialty medical products you need can be a challenge, which is why being locally owned and operated is key. They do everything in-house from their location right in Altoona. So if you have a question about billing or anything else, you know you'll be talking to someone from just down the road. Find out more about Grace Home Respiratory online at ghr-ec.com or you can call them toll-free at 877-230-1622. Now, Back to the podcast.
1: We're back with Dr. Tom Dow, and we're talking about early identification in reducing your risk for Alzheimer's disease. And one thing that we were talking about beforehand, you were talking about ApoE4, you know, 2, 3, and 4. But I'm, I'm just wondering how, how would I know if uh-huh. I have ApoE4? Yeah.
2: Well, the Consumer uh, Genetic Testing 23andMe has two modules. It has your Ancestry module and your Health module. And everyone would learn uh, their ApoE status with a with a health model. So um, I should mention that 23% of people carry one of the ApoE4s. I'm one of those. 23%, mm-hmm. uh, one or 2% carry, uh, two percent carry two ApoE4s, and so almost uh, 25% of us carry. Uh, APOE4, which increases our risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what uh, what we'd like to do with future studies is have people who we know are carrying the APOE4. And so uh, some people will go to their doctor. Their doctor can do a test, too, and send it mm-hmm. off and mm-hmm. get that. But many people now have it in their computer. Maybe they haven't looked at it or haven't looked at it in this regard. But uh, anyhow, uh, a number of people would know if they're carrying this APOE4 or not. Those are the people that I would love to have consider uh, being in a clinical trial because mm-hmm. uh, chances are uh, that, um, that their risk is going to be a bit higher uh, mm-hmm. than, than the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so if, if they do that, they get that information, then they would contact you yeah, or yeah. how, would, how yeah. would that be?
2: So we, we have a, uh, a business around uh, the uh, brain health, if you will, and mindful diagnostics and therapeutics. And uh, we run that business out of the Eau Claire Medical Clinic. That's the old uh, the old uh, Oakleaf surgical, little mm-hmm. out by the mall. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, they would uh, just either call there or look online uh, mm-hmm. mindful diagnostics and therapeutics mm-hmm. and call my employee there. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. so for more information they can they can do that. So this has been a very interesting conversation, and uh, so thankful that we were able to uh, talk about this i'm I'm interested, you know, I, I I don't have parents that have Alzheimer's disease, but I do have aunts and uncles. Uh, I don't know if that would, you know, I I know it's more closer if it was a parent or something, but um, I I would be curious. I would be interested to know because I want to do whatever I can to reduce my risk, and I would be definitely interested. So.
2: Well, great. We'd love to have you consider yes. it. Yeah.
1: And is there, is there a cost? No. No, there's no cost to participate. In that. Okay, that's good to know. That's a question we would get a lot. So, <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me today and having this conversation. Great. Thank you, Lisa.
0: Thanks again to Lisa and to her guest. And thanks to you for joining us for the Journey Ahead podcast, Aging Well in the Chippewa Valley. Volume 1 presents this podcast in partnership with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County. And it's all made possible by Grace Home Respiratory. And All-Star Elevator in Mobility Solutions. Learn more about this and our other podcasts at volume1.org.